0: Hello everyone, and welcome to Tech for Tech Tech Talk, where we help your IT business grow. Today we do have—if I get rid of the sign, what says it's a pre-show? One second. We do have four guests today. We have got Ben, Will, and Will, as well as Daniel. So we've got Will I Am on the show, and we've also got Will Smith. So if you think you've tuned into Hollywood, I think unfortunately you're a bit mistaken. Uh, so right, tonight's show is all about well. We will want to tell a customer to go and fly away now and again. Um, so tonight's show is about basically what you should or should not say to a customer. So first of all, we've got Ben on the show. So Ben, if you want to introduce yourself, let everyone know who you are, what you do, and if you've got any tips and so forth for us.
1: Uh, yeah. Thanks Phil, I'm Ben Ashcroft, I run Bugs and Bites Computing in Lincoln, um, so refurbished laptops, desktops, gaming PCs, and trade sales as well. Um, so my tip of the week is to do with eBay. Um, so I use Google Chrome and when I've been on eBay, when I click on a link for an auction that opens an entirely new tab and it was driving me absolutely mad. And I thought it was a setting in Chrome. I was scouring settings. It's nothing to do with that. It's a setting on eBay. Um, I've got a screen grab there, uh, for how to change the settings that it opens in one tab rather than automatic tabs so it puts something in you search for it and then click on the burger bar icon which i've highlighted in the red there for you um and then that brings up the the box there and you can open items in the new tab or in the same tab and i don't know why it changed but it did change uh like i, said, I was opening a new tab every time and it's driving me mad um so yeah that's how you change that and yeah sorts it out
0: Okay, that's a good uh, tip to start off with. Well, fortunately, if everyone could see uh, Ben's search history, there just ignore <laughs> it. We just to know about all those um, things that we mentioned on the side. Right next, we got uh, Will. I am so Will. If you want to introduce yourself, let everyone know who you are, and if you've got any tips, stories, and so forth for us today. Yeah.
2: Tonight, I'm a special guest as Will I am um, from the um, I run a company called Consumer Tech, which is an MSP company and repairs and. Some- baking repair fixes and things. Um my story tonight is actually um there's a lot of nuts under ransomware and it's KP, the business called KP Nuts, who um has McCoys, um a lot of Crips and different variant nuts, they've they've been hit with a an attack of ransomware and they've been asked for seven I think it's seven point seven million to uh, get get out of the, the sticky wicket. Um, so it's just uh, you know, just goes to show that even the big, large companies are not, um, you know, free of any attacks like this. So, yeah, just keep an eye out, watch the yeah. space for see whose nuts are frozen.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna say that's um, definitely an interesting one. And it's not the sort of company you'd really expect people would want to go and hack it, it really. Is uh... you know, there
2: gonna be a, a delay now on crisps and peanuts, they're saying so, yeah, they won't exactly. Get
0: <laughs> oh, that's, that is a strange one so but yeah i'm gonna say it uh it does happen so right let's just quickly go to chat before going further so hi peter so we've also got uh, uh kieran francis at cloud dolphin as well so if you're looking for a, a cloud-based backup that system a and, one, know, but yeah i'm gonna okay am i getting an echo there from someone um so Let's try that again. So, uh, we've got Garen Francis. He's from um, Cloud Dolphin. So, if you're interested in Cloud Blackup, have a word with him. We've also got Facebook users saying, Evening, Facebook user, if you can click the link in chat, I'm going to put in now, um, or uh, it should be able to take you to the correct um, page, which will allow your name to be shown. So, I'm just sharing that now. We're live. Sorry for the echo there. So... I'm just putting that in there. I had a feeling that was Rahim actually saying evening. So, uh, but uh, I might be wrong. So, right. So, let's move on to the next Will. So, Will number two or Will Smith. So, what's uh, your business? What do you do? And what's your tip story of the day? Um, I'm from Chillard. I run SMS,
3: PC, and iPhone repair. As the name suggests, we do PC and iPhone repair as well as marketing tech training, web type design, a bit of everything. Uh, my story of the day is over the weekend, I was at a friend's house. I was looking at a laptop and as soon as I sat in front of it, the screen just went black. Uh, I toggled the caps lock key, could see it was working underneath, but there are some very important unsaved documents on there. As we know, they should always be saved regularly. Um, I hooked up to a TV and boom, laptop, just screen came straight on immediately, which was Uh, Quite lucky. Turns out the storage was completely full, not a single megabyte free. So saved that, restarted it, cleared a load of
0: stuff off and started working again. Okay, that's pretty good. That's a nice one. Uh, also, hi to Nyambi. I presume I've pronounced that right in uh, on LinkedIn as well. Uh, sorry if I pronounced your name wrong. I pronounced mine wrong if it wasn't actually written on my emails every morning. So, right. Next up, we've got Daniel. So, Daniel, or Dan, is a newcomer today. So, be nice to him. Don't ask any awkward questions from him or anything like that. Or do your worst, actually. Go on, do your worst. Asking <laughs> you the best questions. Um, but basically, he's the newcomer. So if you want to introduce yourself, let everyone know who you are, what you do, and if you've got any tips or stories. Yeah, I'm Dan from Dan's Tech. I'm in Northern Cumbria, United Kingdom.
4: I do mostly CCTV, but I've come across a lot of like new installers, new setups as well. I'd say uh, probably the tip on there is keep it on top of your, your mobile technology um a cctv system for a guy kicking off because it wouldn't work on his phone so he had a smart doorbell he had several rings wouldn't work turns out was we on android 5 on his mobile which doesn't allow background tasks so whatever happened it wouldn't work and he kicked off with me something rotten until i proved it prove it was his phone a week later new phone works perfect
0: yeah, and I bet you were nice and polite to the customer as well, weren't you? Yeah, I just watched you run away. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's what we want to do quite often, to be honest. Um, so, yeah, thanks for that. And uh, Rahim in chat is saying hi, Dan, as well. So, uh, hi back to you, Rahim from Dan. So, right, first of all, it's, uh, before we go any further, I suppose it's my introduction. I'm Philip Ted for Tech, also Chips Computers, own a retail store as well and do all the usual stuff, fix computers, building, and so on. Um my tip of the day is going to be. Ooh, let's have a think. I did have a, a good tip, but uh, I'm going to forget exactly what it was now. Oh, yeah. So it's the new target for nationwide one gigabyte broadband has actually been moved back from 2025 to now 2030. So if you were hoping on 1 gigabit internet and you haven't got it already, uh, well, you may have to wait another 80 years. Um, they are saying that they will have 85% coverage by 2025. But again, this is coming from the government, so who knows there might be a few parties between now and then so they might forget all of that um right next up is before we go any further we've got today's sponsor which funnily enough is going to be the best one of them all where can you go and meet hundreds of people just like you strengthen existing relationships and forge new ones with vendors and distributors and meet some of the biggest names in the industry where you can go and see the newest tech and services that you need to make your IT business grow. Where there'll be thousands of pounds worth of prizes up for grabs. And what's more, you get all that for a quid. TETMAX 2022 will be on the 24th of June at Bramwell Lane, the Sheffield United football stadium in Sheffield. There will be around 50 different brands available for you to meet and up to 500 other techs just like you. Get registered now at TETMAX2022.co.uk. And there we go. Right, so TechMax 2022, it's soon coming up. We've got around about, ooh, I don't know, probably about 130, 140 days left before it's going to take place. We do have some announcements of new vendors and distributors who will be attending. Um, we do have Target components attending, so a lot of you have been asking about Target. When are they go, coming, or if they're coming, well, they are coming. They are 100% committed now. We've also got PAX Eight coming as well. So they're obviously doing lots of uh, cloud-based stuff. You can buy like Microsoft Office from them and resell and stuff like that. You've got MZSoft, which uh, is quite a good security system what you could try out it's also got some nice features like white labeling your security programs what you sell to customers and stuff like that i do suggest you take a look at that we will also have another security firm there bull guard so most of you no Bull God, love them or hate them, they will be there. We've also got Computer Impair Man, who has also been announced on the previous show, and Keoxia, which also used to be known as Toshiba's, or at least Toshiba's memory brand, as in the RAM SSDs and stuff like that. And that goes on top of all the others, like Earma, Oriental, Drive Computer, Maxim, X-Strike, TechBuyer, Lexar, ALM Wholesale, Cherry... Repair Base, NZXT, Aerocool, CMS Distribution, and there's quite a few more to go through as well, but it gives you a rough idea of who's going to be attending. There's going to be about 50 vendors and distributors all together. Um, We should have uh, quite a few more to announce in the coming weeks once the ink has dried on a lot of the contracts. Um, so that's pretty much of who's coming. If anyone does have any questions about um, tech max or the event, uh, anything like that, feel free to ask in the chat. Right, let's move on. Let's have a look. So we've got John um, Sellers um, saying evening all as well. So that's pretty good. So does anyone have any questions about TechMax? Feel free to ask. Um, we've got a lot of people who keep sending me messages about them, asking different things. So if you do have any questions, let us know.
1: Um, what's what's your opinion, Phil, on Target Show? Should people be attending uh, Target Show or TechMax, or should they go to both of them, or...?
0: Okay, good question. Um, okay, wasn't expecting it from you, Ben. I was expecting it from the chat, but I'll let you off anyway. Right, so Tech uh, Target has obviously announced they're having a show. They're having it in May, I believe it is. So about six weeks 13th. before TechMax. Um, so, what was that, Will? Sorry? Friday the 13th. I'm looking for some. Oh, oh Friday the 13th. Oh, okay, well, hopefully, I wish I'm lucky anyway. But But which event should you attend, or why should you attend either? Well, I think, to be honest, you should attend both. Um, They're both going to be slightly different, to be honest. Target's um, aiming it for their own customers more than anything, so you're going to see what uh, brands they've got to offer uh, like their own made stuff. I think they do their own monitors and uh, keyboard mice and as well as a few other uh, different uh, names there. But some of the names that are going to be there will also potentially be at TechMax as well. And believe it or not, Target are at TechMax as well anyway. So if you only could pick one, you could speak to them at TechMax. But the difference is, is they're aimed at their customers and people who come to them. TechMax is there for you to see all the distributors and all the vendors from all around, so you're not just going to one place. So, if you were to pick one, well, I don't know which one I'd say, but to be honest, I would go to both, and I am going to both. So, I will be at Target's Open Day or whatever they're calling it, barbecue and whatever party or whatever it is. Um, uh, and obviously, I will be at TechNax as well. So, if you can attend both. Right. Okay. So, did that answer your question, Ben? Yeah, it was fine, thanks. Okay, I hope that was uh, uh good enough. So right, um evening to John as well. And okay, I don't know who that is, and I uh, don't know what that is, so uh, unfortunately you're disappearing. Uh let's have a look. And block. And excuse me one second. And it doesn't want to disappear. Well, there we go. We'll ignore it anyway. All right. Okay. So let's go on to the main topic then. So the main topic is what should you or should you not say to a customer? And as I said before, uh, we all have certain things we'd like to say customers now and again, but they're not always the best things to say. So Ben, let's start off with you. What should you or should you not say to a customer or a story about what you've uh, said or not said to a customer?
1: So sometimes the worst thing you can say to a customer you just get that feeling that it's just going to be an absolute royal pain in the arse, pardon my French. Uh, some things, the worst thing you can say to them is, I recommend this laptop for you, sir. It's, um, <laughs> yeah, so I, I got a batch of, um, laptops on the cheap from like trading off a deal I did with a cadets sort of group feeling local. Um, I was putting them out at 9th 9th, put a apiece just to get them going. I think they were like first gen machines brand new SSDs, so are still serviceable for kids' homework, that sort of thing. Um, I put them on my Facebook page and I had about eight of them and I sold seven of them within, within half an hour of no questions last. Uh, I had one left and this guy messaged me last week and he says, well, I'm looking for a laptop and I'm like, well, how much do you want to spend? And he says, a hundred quid max. And I thought, oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do cheap laptops generally for a reason, that this is the reason you get the wrong type of customers. Um. So, yeah, I said, well, have got this one. It's sort of about 10 years old, but it's got brand new drive in it. It runs really nice and fast for what it is, sort of thing, you know. And he comes back, oh, uh, can I have a review of it, please? And I'm like, well, yeah, sure. We'll send you a review. I thought, tonight, in machine, how many reviews do you want to look at, you know? Um, but I sent it to him anyway. Um, and then he sort of came back and said, oh, the review looks great, but the battery life doesn't look great for it. And I'm like, well, like I said, I don't mean to be sort of funny, this this is a 99-pound laptop to clear. I says, the batteries are actually really good working order, and still hold a decent charge. This says, the laptops themselves look absolutely mint. they basically stored in my cupboard for that long. Um, and he sort of went away and had a think about it, and then he came back and said, um, oh, well, I think Windows 11, or do they have Microsoft Office on them? And I'm like, <laughs> I just sort of sat there thinking to myself, you know what, this is one person I do not want to deal with, because at <laughs> this point now before he comes in the looks by his laptop he's just going kind to of be bleeding yeah. our nightmare once he takes it so I just sort of waited five minutes and said look really sorry something's just going to collected it so
0: <laughs> yeah I think that's the best thing to do sometimes and I must admit we have put customers off now and again buying stuff I thought when you said he came back to you you were going to say he came back and offered you 50 quid or something like that <laughs> we get that one all the time <laughs> uh, so we've so we've had people come in the store before and they'll see like a um well, I don't know, four or five hundred pound laptop, whatever, brand new or whatever. And um they'll inquire about it and then they'll like, Oh, I'll think about it. And then they'll come back like later that day and it's like, oh see, that laptop hasn't sold yet. Will you do it for 300 pounds instead? And it's like, uh no. <laughs> and then the next day they come back and it's still not sold. Will you do it for 300 pounds And I'm like, oh God's sake. Sometimes you just wish you could tell them to go get lost, but you have to be polite now and again unfortunately and i'll go yeah. through some of the things you should or how you should uh, <laughs> uh, say things in a few minutes but uh but yeah that definitely uh causes a few issues now again
1: was i was just gonna say paul's comment there absolutely right what he just said yeah yeah
0: i don't think you can even get a chromebook for 100 quid <laughs> um so and that's saying something so yeah, um, you, you can get Microsoft
3: deal. Office for a hundred quid, let alone a laptop with Microsoft Office and Windows 11 <laughs> and a good battery. Yes, a yeah, but you, can sensor,
0: sorry, that, a dodgy, you can get it off that dodgy guy on the Facebook Marketplace for a fiver. You know, Office. Every single customer
1: buys the gaming PC for two hundred quid off Amazon, right? <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. So yeah, we we'll see a lot of those. That's another story. Right, let's move on to Will next. So uh, Will, I am first. I think um, sometimes.
2: When I started up with the business, what I was nervous about is people leaving negative reviews on like Google and Facebook and things like that. So I sort of had to feel that you had to watch what you were saying to people, you know, and even like the the customers at Ben's talking about that's chancing their luck. And you have to watch what you're saying because you don't want them leaving negative reviews because so many people read reviews and they're all, you know, but I've learned over time now that, yeah, just be honest with them I and mean, if if i've had to say to a few look the device is now sold or the device you can't repair it what do, you, what do you mean you can't repair it you've had it for four or five days now and it's not fixed yet and yeah it's just uh some people have this sense of entitlement that um that, you know they, they think that because they're using your services that you should be doing everything like dead cheap or you're not running a business you know and you know, because I work from home the office in of my garden and they think that you've not got any overheads but you you still got overheads to pay for. So yes, I've um, had some terrible experiences with customers going into customers' houses where they're smoking, for instance, and I don't, I don't like that but it's, it's up to them if they want to smoke. But I ask them hey, not to smoke and, and then they kick off at you. You know, what do you mean? Like you're telling me not to smoke in my own house and I'm not asking you not to smoke but this is my workplace. Can you maybe stop smoking for a wee second because you've got to think about my health. And before you know it, you're into big big whoe with the customers. And you think then in the back of my mind is am I am I going to get a negative review here? Am I going to be this and i going to be that and you just really want to tell them to go and do one. Um but yeah, I just think I've always communicated with customers. Even even I have another job as well with, with local authority where where I deal with antisocial behaviour. And we get a lot of customers um with noise complaints and things like that, where you've really got to just tell them, you know, I've I've got the right to say, like, you know, with want you smoking in the house while well, I'm coming in, for example, or noisy party going on, and it's just, they just speak to some people. Actually, I've found out that people are just sometimes arses. <laughs> people are, you know, excuse my French again, but, yeah, people just, people and versus people is just ridiculous sometimes. Um, and that's more of a morning rant there than than an explanation of a story but oh jesus man you hear some stories tonight i I guarantee it
0: yeah (laughs) uh, i must admit you get quite a few like that you ask a customer politely to do something or whatever and uh, i've even bad things where i've asked like for a drink or something because you'd expect when you're being customers out to offer you a drink or whatever and i've even been before and say oh i'll have a uh do you mind if i have a like a glass of water or something, I've been here like two hours and you've not offered me anything. And you've even made yourself a cup of tea three times and a coffee and whatever, and not even offered yeah. me one. Um, you wouldn't mind just a glass of water, and then they're cheeky enough to say, Oh, well, is it any cheaper because uh, um, the repair because we've um, give you drinks and stuff? And it's
1: like, What?
0: Yeah, uh, and then you well, get the well, ones,
2: sorry, Paul is a good point there about um, competitors. Yeah, that's sorry, one area that I, I agree with Paul there, I wouldn't badmouth competitors, because I know a lot of my competitors, and they know me as well, so I don't. I wouldn't like it if they were bad me, but yeah it's, yeah, it's true.
0: Yeah, that's definitely true, I, I agree with that as well, Paul, is uh, you don't say bad about your competitors, because it does sound like you're holding grudges. Best way of doing it is... If someone asks you about your competitors, just say, I don't know what they <laughs> offer, but these are the things we offer or the things we do. So make yourself sound better rather than making them sound worse is probably the best way I like to do it. Yeah. Obviously, uh, try and get your facts right when you are saying that. Don't do not do a direct comparison and say, yeah, they don't do that, we do do this. But just say, we do these things. Obviously, it's up to you if you want to check to, if they do those. That's totally up to them. But uh, is talk yourself up rather than other people down. But, yeah. Uh, going back to that conversation though about uh, people in the room and so forth it's uh even even when covid was really big at the be- uh, beginning or whenever you, when we first could start going around to houses and stuff and you wear uh, your masks on all the time which i still mm. do anyway uh and you ask the customers can you stay two meters away and all this and they're over your shoulder talking in your ear and whatever and it's like come on get back it was like a national pandemic going off you believe it or not, it's another thing. But we're trying to protect your health and not only our own and our other customers. last thing we want is obviously to kill all our customers off because then we won't have any customers to actually uh, repair computers for. So uh, uh, I'm not trying to sound mean or anything. But uh, right, let's have a look at what McCauley's saying. Um, Right, really annoys me when a customer expects you just to fix it anyway when you have explained to them it is beyond economical repair, why should their problem be my problem when it's just here to... and when you just do to help? Yeah, I agree with that. And we get that quite often as well. Do you guys get that as well, where yeah. customers like, oh, can, can't can you fix it anyway, even though you've told them it's like going to cost like 600 quid or something to repair a 200-pound Chromebook? book? Yeah, I had one tonight actually with a
2: MacBook Air. Um, it's, they spilt Coca-Cola over it and it's completely just knackered. Um, And they expect you just to fix it, give it give it a wash under the tap, you know, repair it, dry it with the hairdryer. It's just knackered, but
3: yeah. So I'm probably always charge for those sort of jobs up front. uh, Yeah, because I've been stung before where they say just repair it anyway. I do, I front the cost, and they never come back and get it because it's just not worth Mm -hmm. it. It's funny you
2: see that actually because I had a customer a few weeks back there that quoted for a laptop. It was a MacBook again with liquid damage. It was all fixed, and yeah, it took me a, a couple of weeks to get it, to get the money out of her. In fact, she just recently paid, um, and I, I, I was stupid enough, well, I don't want to say stupid enough to trust people, because you, you, you want some trust in the world, but I trusted her to give me the payment that night, and I gave her the laptop. I know everybody's going to start shouting at me, no, you don't do that, but I gave her the, the MacBook back, um, and yeah, it took me a while to get the money out of her.
0: Um, it's just
2: yeah. ridiculous. I think
0: that brings you... You you learn sometimes as you think you can trust people and you've been dealing with them years and sometimes they're they're the worst worst yeah. ones to uh, um deal with sometimes are the ones what think they're your friends. Um it's the amount of times I get people come, contact me, Oh yeah, we're mates, aren't we? And friends, it's like, yeah, only when you want something doing. Um and then you want it for free, and it's like yeah, no. Uh, so but yeah. Must agree must agree with you that.
3: Right, let's uh, go over to uh, Will 2 then. Will number 2 here, right. Something that irks me a little bit, and I know it really frustrates my customers, is passwords. When they're going for a solid state drive upgrade because their drive has expired, all of their passwords are saved in Google Chrome, and you set up the new machine, you say, what's your email password? What password? And they just give me this sort of confused look. And my heart starts racing, and I think, oh, no, it's one of these. And mm. I would say it would have been set up when you set up the account. Nope, never set it up, Did no password. And you sort of have to gently say, okay, I'll reset it for you. Sometimes you have no recovery information. They get quite aggressive. They get very angry they Say, they kind of access their emails, no recovery information set up. And it's just keeping calm and walking through it and trying to explain that, yes, it's not their fault even though if they had set it up originally. But if you don't know, you don't know.
0: Yeah, oh, I'll get that all the time. That annoys me as well, I must admit. I must sound like a rat right grumpy, because I'm agreeing with everyone here. But but yeah, we get that one all the time, people. Um, the passwords, you get set my new machine up because the old one's dead, or the dead drive, you upgrade mm-hmm. or whatever. And they don't know the details, or they've even uh, um, you try and transfer the the, the stuff over. Which, if, depending on the browser they're using, they may not save um, it may not save the data, or you're not be able to yeah. you know, get the data off. It, it can be a real pain in the backside sometimes. And then they say, "Oh, you should know what the password is. You set it up for me ten years ago," and I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, I remember one. everyone's password and write them all down in my nice little book so um I can hack everyone's account later. No, that does not happen. Um but yeah. Um get that one quite often. It does annoy me, and I must have come, come across that near enough every day. It's like, oh, I don't know what my password is from email. It's like well, you've set it up on your phone, you've set it up on your tablet, you've set it up on your laptop, it's on your PC, you should know what it is for everything by now. So um so there's no excuse for that one. Uh, I even give them pieces of paper to write the passwords down and still get that wrong sometimes. So, uh, so I, I think it's one of those things we just got to learn to live with, unfortunately. And it doesn't matter how many times we tell people to do things, they're just not going to do it uh, or they know better. Right. Let's move on to Dan. So Dan, what's your uh, tip or your first tip for the night? I would say it's probably trying to
4: keep up with technology especially mobile phones, um, now everything's going smart, a lot of the older mobile phones don't support you properly. So if you get an old enough device, it won't actually bring notifications. So if you've got, say, a smart doorbell, and you've got an old mobile phone that doesn't support background tasks, the doorbell's not going to work properly. I had one one where I fit a full alarm system with CCTV, and the phone was that old, it didn't actually support the background tasks. So he pressed the doorbell. The phone didn't do anything unless the app was open.
0: Yeah, no, I can understand that one. Just had a good one coming from Ashley Jones. He's saying, phone repairs. The screen cracked on its own on the bedside table. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we all have these screens what smash themselves on the side. I remember one, we had a customer come in... Um, we sold them a, a laptop, custom gaming laptop. Actually, it was to play—I don't know—some and Minecraft or whatever it was on uh, back then. Uh, and um, well, let's just say it uh, didn't come in the best, come back in the best condition. Apparently, it broke itself. It was literally U-shaped. <laughs> and I was why? Like, there is no way the laptops broke itself. It doesn't work fine for six months, and then you hear it the next morning, and then it's U-shaped. Something has to happen between those two points. And I says, has your child or partner or whatever accidentally sat on it? Oh, no. where a so so would never do that. And it's like, yeah, I bet they wouldn't. I reckon that the missus got a bit uh, annoyed with him and uh, like that, or sat on it or something like that, or a foot through it. It was like practically U-shaped. It wasn't just where like the hinges had gone. The hinges had gone but the whole latch screen was like bent like that it was like no that's not a hinge issue <laughs> the screws were that still a job
3: so yeah
4: uh, i had a play
0: question i
3: was that, that well? a warranty job
0: uh well they, yeah they were trying to claim a warranty job yeah i must admit so uh, that's true i had another one similar to that as well where the uh um there was a monitor that wanted to claim a mo- monitor had um, broken um itself, um it'd been sitting there on the desk and so forth. This is when they were more square shaped than uh still TFT style uh um L C D type um uh, panel on it. Um but it was uh they called, said it had broken, went round the house and well, let's put it this way, their white walls were yellow inside there, so I thought, right, okay, it's going to be smoke or something inside it. No, but it wasn't smoke inside it. They've got the monitors sitting on top of an old school desk. The ones with the ink wells in, if you can imagine um and they've been using the ink wells as a cigarette tray, basically. What? And what was just above the cigarette tray is obviously what they dabbed their cigarettes out on, which just happened to be the corner of the monitor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, apparently it was a warranty issue. I was like, um, yeah, well, it did it th- to itself. I was like, yeah, it's been smoking, and it's obviously been inwards, not outwards. It's uh, definitely external issue. Uh Luckily,
2: maybe I've in the edges. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Luckily,
0: I never saw that customer again. Uh, but uh, there we go, right? So, Paul's saying, What should you say to a customer? Would you like some extra security to go with your new Windows install, SSD, etc., etc.? Um, upsell so. Are you asking how you would say it? Um, but yeah, uh, be honest. Anything like that. I think we covered some of this on the um, the, the last show. Is obviously is upselling a big thing. So uh, just say best way of upselling stuff is usually maybe do a slight offer on it when you're doing it. So knock a fiver up, say, "Oh, why we've got your machine in for a service or whatever? Would you like this security? Because uh, you haven't got any security on your computer. You're not protected against ABCD. It also cleans your machine up or whatever else it's got built into it, VPN or whatever. Um, and so forth. It's normally 30 quid. We can do it for you, 25 quid today while we've got the machine in and so forth. So yeah, always upsells. If, you think it needs it don't just do it just for the sake of it obviously uh, don't try and sell someone a, a ferrari when they only need a fiesta um so just uh, make sure you're upselling the right right things but yeah uh, security is a big one online backup uh, is another one um stuff along that lines uh generally we upsell uh, maintenance contracts for some people calls which is another thing i don't like to call them i actually like to call them agreements um because uh, the customer doesn't feel like they're tied into a contract as such so they uh there's more chance of them to generally saying yes well that's my feeling to it anyway as soon as you start saying contract people going oh that means i'm signing my life away where uh agreement doesn't sound as bad it sounds like an agreement between the two of you um so there's a quite a few words like that which i'll get into in a few seconds so uh, i hope that answers your question paul um so actually that was actually one of the first things i was going to talk about anyway so that's a uh, pretty good um let's have a look uh what else i've got on my tips um the first thing would be i'm not sure but i believe that for example i'm not sure but i believe that sh- um, should work as in you're not actually sure if it would fix the problem or do what the job because basically uh you're telling someone that it does something when it may not. So make sure you tell customers, obviously, the exact truth. If you don't know, don't make it up. Don't say you think it can. Only tell them you know it can if you definitely know it can, and if you don't know, then you need to obviously uh, contact wherever you're getting it from or whatever or find out the actual truth before you actually tell tell them because obviously what you're telling them could be harmful, it could be dangerous, it could cause data destruction and different things like that. So that's one thing I would suggest is obviously don't think Obviously, no. So don't don't give people advice if you're not 100% sure. Just say, hey, this is not my specialty. I do know someone who is, or give me a bit and I'll get you an answer. Um, don't just make it up off the top of your head because that will get you in trouble um, financially possibly if you tell someone whatever you could potentially get sued for it, um, false advertising and so forth. Right, let's move on to Ben. So Ben,
1: what's your next one? Um, so yeah, sometimes it's about, um, or it's about to the customer, um, and, and how you are with them. Um, so I know I went the ads. and uh, by the way, my customers are not the whole really nice, it's just, I picked a couple of like really awkward customers. Um, so this guy brought in an HP 15 laptop, like I think it was about a year and a half ago, um, uh, and surprise, surprise, the hinges are broken All the hinge routes are broken. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know many that haven't broken, but, um, yeah. I was going away for a long weekend. It's like that weekend. This was like pre COVID as well. Um, and I said, Looking after all the parts in, and the parts may not arrive till I get back. And he's like, Oh, yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. It's not a problem. And I was going away on the Friday, and he sort of phoned me on the Thursday. Oh, I really need the laptop back for the weekend. And I said, Well, look, the parts haven't arrived yet. And I, says, like I said to him, I'm going away for the weekend. I'll be back on Monday, you know, and do it the end for you. Oh, no, I really need it back. really need it back. And he says, I'll just come and pick the laptop up how it is. And I says, Once well, it's, it's kind of like, most of the dis- disassembled, waiting for the new parts or Oh, can you just cobble it back together and just sort of give it back in... or give it back in bits, I'll put it back together myself, sort of thing. I said, well, look, I'm really not recommending you do that. I said, you brought it in for me for repairs in bits. I said, I said if you insist insisting you want to take it away, I said, I'll get you to sign a disclaimer for me. So, I think the thing is, you've just got to be quite firm with customers, you know? And he says, yeah, I'll, I'll sign you a disclaimer and pay for the parts that you've ordered, and I'll bring it back in later on at a different time, sort of thing. Then we came to pick up, he signed the disclaimer and paid me for the parts. And he was like, I'm going to fix this computer myself at home. You know, it's like, well, I don't know what to do because sometimes you can't win the folk. You know, I was just really firm with him. and says, "Like, I'm not recommending you take this away. Um, and he actually came back to me about a year later with the same HP. Um, and his idea of repairing it had been just to tape the, the, sort of, <laughs> tape the lid to the base. And so it was of, sort of held open at a 90 degree angle permanently. Um, and he actually brought that same laptop back in <laughs> and he wanted me to put an SSD upgrade into it. <laughs> and I was just like, mate, I'm not doing this whatsoever. And I says, I'll sell you a sort of decent refurbished machine like Dell shoes. that'll do what you want and have an SSD in it, but I'm not touching that machine because you've already taken away. You've made a complete hash and fire of fix it yourself. Um, and he actually listened to me, you know, but I think, you know, the sort of point is sometimes you just start to be able to tell customers how it is but be sort of as good as you can be, be assertive about it. You know, it's as much as this sounds a bit, sorry, the customer's not always right.
0: Okay. I think we lost Will. I am there. So hopefully he'll be back in a few seconds, but yeah, I agree with you there, Ben. Sometimes we always check every machine we get coming in and visibly before we check them in and just to make sure it doesn't look like someone's been messing around with it. And if we can see it's, looks a bit dodgy as in someone's been trying to watch YouTube videos or whatever to have, how to fix it. And there's five screws missing and uh, scratch marks all down the edge where they tried to prise it open with a kitchen knife and stuff like that. Um, then we'll look at it and go, and yeah, we're not touching that one. <laughs> we just know when we open it up, it's going to be a right mess inside. So, but yeah, uh, must agree there. So, um, so, uh, Hopefully, we'll be back in a few seconds. He just messaged me, so I'm going back to that in a few minutes. Um, Peter said something pretty good there. He says, um, Don't say, I don't know what's going on with your repair ticket. Um, Do say, I would be happy to find out what's going on with your repair ticket. Yeah. So good point there, uh, Peter. Sounds more positive in that you actually uh, know what you're talking about rather than you don't know what you're talking about. So that's pretty good. Let's move on to Will Smith next While I'll see what Will's messaging me about and what's happened. Okay, so Will, what's your next thing, what you would uh, recommend to say, not say, or story?
3: Uh, mine is a story about my colleague, Thailand. So we had a customer that was, she's notoriously difficult, but she always keeps coming back because we do have a great service. She brought her phone in for a date transfer just before she was going on holiday, sorted out the date transfer. But this phone was, it was really on the rocks. It was difficult to get the screen on for more than 10 seconds at a time. Managed to transfer everything over, but we couldn't sign it, it again onto the emails thing, signing into accounts, et cetera. Transferred it all over and we were really, really busy that day. We had no free time. <laughs> she comes back in and then expects us to do a sort of half hour, 45 minute setup session teaching her how to use her no phone and sign into everything. We had to explain that we didn't have time, but we don't say we're too busy to help you. We don't have time. We explained that we were helping other customers just like her uh, and that they had priority because they had come in first and they would feel exactly the same as she did if she had booked an appointment for this setup. And we just have to say, I'm sorry, we're going to have to book you in so that we can help you. We'll do our best to get you in as soon as possible. We just gave her a quick run through 10 minutes at the desk and she went away. She did come back a little bit annoyed, uh, but she had her appointment and she left happy.
0: That's good. It's always good when you get a good uh, fix at the end. And I think everyone can see there. Will's just said, sorry, folks, has had a power cut. Uh, We'll be giving someone a telling off. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Will, you need to repair more computers and pay your electric bill. Okay, so hint, hint, get some more work done. So hopefully Will I am will be back on. If not, well, not to worry, we've only got 20 minutes left for this show. Right, Dan, do you have any other things you should say or shouldn't say or stories? Yeah, I had
4: a games console not long back. PlayStation 4, it said, oh, it just turned off, can't get it to work. So I took the cover off. Hey, hold, liquid damage. So got the console working. Give me drive didn't work. So look closer, the water had gone into the connector. But this guy was messaging me every two or three hours. Is he ready? Is it ready? Is it fixed? So I said, I can try and get the connector. I can't guarantee anything. And he got to the point where he was messaging me so much to look. Come get your PlayStation, pay for your bill and go. So he ended up with a digital version of it instead because the DVD drive was completely short. And then he'd come back a week later. Any chance can you solder the ribbon direct to the motherboard? And I said, not a chance.
0: And you left. Never dealt with him ever since. Yeah. I think you had a close call there, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, you get the, it, see a super thin as well. I Go. don't know. Uh, yeah, apparently Will's saying that his electric went off because his wife jumped off his electric bike, apparently. So uh, a bit like hamster in the wheel, power in the house. it's Apparently it's his wife who does that. So uh, hopefully he'll be like, back on in a bit. If not, we'll be on on a show in the future. Right, okay, so I suppose it's uh, me next. So, right, um, obviously... Don't say things to, like, obviously, customers can get angry and stuff, and it's very easy to say something like, listen to me, to try and shut them down or whatever, but that shows that you're impatient in front of the customer. Listen to me, uh, and so forth. Sounds... uh, Pretty bad, to be honest, like you're talking to a kid. So obviously you don't want your customers to think you're talking down to them, Uh, even though sometimes they may not know what you're talking about. Actually telling them things like that can be uh, a bit of a pain, to be honest, and cause more issues. Um, Do we have any more people in the chat with any stories or advice they would give? What would you say to a customer if your customer was being, I don't know, angry with you or irritated or something along that lines, how would you deal with it? Uh, I have a feeling I know what some of you would like to do, but what would you actually do? Um, will Dan and Ben, do you guys have any more bits of advice or stories?
3: Sometimes when uh, my customers are a little bit angry that their device can't be fixed or their data can't be recovered, and I know that it was completely beyond repair, I just tell them that I will take another look, even though I know there's nothing I can do, just to give them a few hours or a day or so to calm down. Um, And it just makes it look like you're really trying, and it's just like Peter just said in the chat, like you just have to empathize, put yourself in their shoes. Um, They should back up, and that's something you can recommend after. But I think giving people a couple hours or a day to calm down, 9 out of 10 times they always come back, they apologise for the way they acted, they think you did just go the extra mile, even though you might not have done anything, it's just gave, giving them a the time to level their head
0: Yeah, definitely a good point there and uh, it was one of mine on the list as well, so uh, m uh wherever possible as Peter said as well, but yeah uh, definitely agree with that one uh, uh, I think you had something you wanted to say as well, Dan what um, what yeah. else did you got? always cover your back with your jobs so like i mentioned before the game's
4: console to look looking damage take pictures attach them to your notes and make as many notes as possible so say if a client comes back say maybe 12 months down the line i've won the console it's not water damage you say well hold on here's the pictures from when i fixed it
0: and when i opened it this is what i
4: found
1: mm-hmm.
4: yeah
0: i've Definitely. had that few times. Yeah, definitely a good tip, that one, to be honest with you. Uh, Saves arguments and so forth in the future, who's at blame? We uh, Obviously, when we get stuff in we um, for repair or, or go to someone's house, we basically sign a form, basically, first, write down any issues with the device and so forth. Uh, well, it's all done electronically these days, and we print it out if we're in the store, get them to sign it and so forth. We've also got cameras pointed at them signing the forms. We've also got cameras pointed at the device and so forth, just in case they turn around and says oh, I brought it in with a power cable, and we didn't get a power cable. Uh, we can easily do that. We've had it before where people have brought the wrong power cable and we give mm-hmm. them the wrong one back And uh, because we never used the power cable because it was something simple. And it's like, well, you've given me the wrong power cable back. And, no, it's the same one you brought in. It's the same one we wrote the label, on. it's the same one on the camera. It's the same model number even. Um, most things have got, um, obviously, uh, barcodes on them if you've got a barcode reader scan it in your system and that way you know exactly what's come in and gone out we lay when we get stuff in the store anyway we label it up oh, and we even put it all in a special box for each device so um we'll put the laptop in there the power cable the work notes and everything and then even put a sticker on the box saying which work job number it is so we know everything's there and that box follows it around everywhere we go so there's no chance that anything can get mixed up, and worst case scenario, if it did, we've got all the barcodes and everything we've scanned and so forth, so it should keep it all together. So, uh, that's pretty good. Uh, we've just got one in from Macaulay. Uh, right. Okay. We had a customer call today asking if we could do a reinstall of Windows XP. Did you tell them that we're in 2022 and not 2002? Um, I explained that it wasn't uh, beneficial to me or him as it's no longer supported. He turned up at the shop with his computer and was persistent in asking for a clean install of Windows XP. I explained that it was, um... It will do that and only that, and he needed to sign a disclaimer, which he did. And then before he left, he turned around and said, will I still be able to use my printer with it? Yeah, exactly. Yes. So uh, not everyone understands what a fresh install of Windows is. Uh, that's one thing when we always make sure when we tell people, we basically got a, near enough a checklist to basically tell people these things will no longer work if you have a fresh install of Windows. Uh, so, okay, yes, we can do a data transfer, which puts your documents and everything on. But if you have Microsoft Office, which unfortunately a lot of cost- customers think Microsoft Office or uh, Windows Office or whatever the hell you want to call it these days, um, it is actually part of Microsoft Windows. So they get the two mixed up. So you think you're putting Windows on something, they think you mean Office. Um, so it's not, so it's, gets a bit confusing every now and again, especially when Microsoft likes changing its names of its products to confuse people. So, uh, so yeah, the checklist, as I was saying, printers is one of the things on there, uh, as well as any other external devices uh, and so and forth. Uh, but printers, scanners are usually the big ones. Uh, they just think that automatically everything's going to work and it's going to be exactly the same as it was. So if it was exactly the same as it was, then why did you bring it in? Because it would be you'd be getting the same thing back, basically. So, uh, but there you go. They think that fixes everything, which it doesn't. But yeah, Windows XP, we wouldn't touch that. We're a barge pole, um, to be honest with you, unless it was a business customer, uh, and they'd be paying hell of a lot of money for it. Let's put it that way if we did. But uh, um, but yeah, um, our, our excuse for that, or not really an excuse, reason it is it's unsupported. You're not officially able to activate it anymore, um, so we won't touch it if we basically point it on, then it's going to be unactivated and so forth, and then it's going to be potential issues down the line, and then you'll probably come back to us when you buy a brand new printer and wonder if it'll work. Um, So McCall says his disclaimer is bulletproof. Yeah, it needs to be unfortunately. Uh, And also Alan Winter saying always offer a solution for any repair, even if it is beyond economical repair. Um, We do that to a degree Alan, um, because some things well, the only solution for the repairing is replacing the whole machine because you sometimes just can't get parts um uh, and would you really want to uh try and repairing someone who's had liquid damage and it's all rusted up inside okay half the parts might be working today but are they going to work tomorrow and you just know the customer's going to be uh, having that problem having problems in the future so yeah agree to a degree so uh, um but yeah we do like to offer people say yeah well, we can repair the machine. It's beyond economical repair. It, it is going to cost you 800 quid to repair, or we can get you a new one for £400. Pound. Um, we will say that, and that's they usually then go, oh, yeah, I'll have a new one or whatever. But, uh, but yeah. So, and McCall is saying um, we will not be held responsible for the operation of your computer once it has left the store. On this, uh, occasional, under the circumstances, uh, is our f- uh, fee refundable, yeah. So, um, so yeah, so I can't remember the last time we did a refund for any repair or anything like that, to be honest. Obviously you always get the product to the person someone's bought a product and they're like, Oh, we've not used the product and they bring it back in and uh the packaging's ripped to pieces. It looks like it's been through a shredder and they've cut through the cable. It's like, I don't want it anymore. Um, I never used it. And I was like looking at it and you're thinking, uh, yeah, right, do well. Uh So you have to explain to them. Unfortunately, because the packaging is broken, blah, 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 blah. I think you all know the gist. I'm not going to go through the whole spill. But yeah. Right. Okay. So let's have a look. Right. This is a big one. Okay. And... If you're married or got a girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, this is something you should not say to them either. And that is calm down. <laughs> okay. If you do that, you'll get in trouble. And I know that from personal experience many times. Um, so but yeah, um, telling someone to calm down basically does the complete opposite. Um, it makes things ten times worse. And you might be saying it as an okay, chill out. That's basically the same thing. So just try not to tell people to... Well, big calm, basically, because it's just going to going to backfire on you. The uh, best thing to do is, like uh, you said a few minutes ago, is uh, give them a few days to stew or whatever over it. And uh, uh, usually they'll calm down once they've had time to think about what they've been doing and so forth. Um, but, yeah, th- that's definitely one thing I would suggest. You stay well away from. Uh, also, another big thing. Okay, I know some of you do, but is swearing as well. It can put customers off straight away. So, especially some types, especially the customers you probably want to be aiming you work at anyway. Let's put it that way. Um, so, uh, you're going to scare a lot of quest- customers off. So, do watch your language, even if it's uh, little things like bloody or whatever. Some people, believe it or not, especially elderly customers, take offense to words like that. Um, so, just do watch your language. Um, okay. I'm yeah, not telling
4: you what to do. One, it's adjusting yourself to the customer as well. Yeah, because you might get somewhere well, to talk like that themselves, so you can then talk like that. Or you get some person that's very very posh. You have to talk very posh, very proper. Yeah, so uh, you need language to help with that one.
0: Yeah, customers can be very um, funny, funny about things. And it can even be if you're a mobile tech and you go to people's houses, um, if you've just had a new car and you pull up in front of their house in a new car, they suddenly think that you're charging too much. I, had to, I remember having to explain to one customer, yeah, it's just a Ford Mondeo. I'm not riding around in Ferrari. Yes, it is a new one. I generally have them quite a few years, but I need to be ahead of a re- re- reliable vehicle, which I can use and so forth. But yeah, uh, it's like, well, you must be charging a lot of money if you can afford one of those. it's like, yeah, but you've got a Mercedes parked on your driveway. What are you complaining about? I mean, it's like... <laughs> um, but yeah, you have to be nice uh, to the customer, even when they are. Sometimes trying it on sometimes I think. And I think that some of them are just looking for a rise out of you, so they, w- they won't want conf- confrontation or whatever. I think that's all they have to do. Uh sometimes is complain about things. So best thing to do is try not to complain. Put a bit of dirt on your car first before you go around when it's new, just in case they think it's too new. Uh <laughs> something a few like dent that. The door. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, uh, not too often. often. Oh, yeah. Sorry, what was oh, yeah. I
1: I'm not in the position where customers think my car is <laughs> <laughs> They
3: get not quite a lot, don't they, <laughs> so you can afford a new car.
0: Yeah, I'm just thinking, you've got a big. what was it, a Beetle and a what?
1: A Beetle, uh, a 21-year-old, they a 49-year-old Beetle.
0: There you go. So, yeah, I don't think you'll have that issue, that you'll probably find your customers more likely to offer you a tow home than anything, aren't they? <laughs>
1: That's what you should say that, Phil. Actually, I was getting oh, customers yeah. give me a push start last week. I went in the house and the other Christmas hit me going again.
0: I've only ever had to have one portion, that was because it was on a snowy hill basically and could parked outside our customers and it snowed while being there and it just couldn't get up the hill basically. So but uh, but yeah. Not broken down at the customers yet in touch wood. Um right, okay. Um has anyone else got anything they want to add? If not, we're going to uh, close the show in a few minutes. So if anyone in chat has got anything else that would like to talk about or discuss, got any questions about tent Legs, got any questions uh, I don't know, for Ben or Will or even Dan about anything they do, feel free to ask. Now's the time. You've got five minutes, so send them in. All right, Will, Ben and Dan, do you have anything else you would like to add to the conversation before we end it for tonight? No. Um, I
3: say um, I always overestimate my timeframes. I'm sure everyone does it. But if I see a job and I think that's going to take me 10 minutes, I always say it's going to take me 24 hours just to ensure you never know what's going to happen. You never know what's going to walk through the door. They might be more urgent. And I'd rather tell a customer it's going to take me a day and then take me an hour. And then they are really happy. Probably tips. They pick it up early rather than say it's going to be an hour. And then the next day, they're calling me every 10 minutes saying, where's my device? Where's my device?
0: Yeah, I got that exact (laughs) tip from someone really, really clever. His name's Scotty out of Star Trek. (laughs) and so if you're ever into Star Trek guys and you ever watch Scotty when he's repairing the Enterprise he always says it's going to take 24 hours to repair only takes him usually about half an hour Um, so and then everyone thinks he's a miracle worker so yeah overestimate your work just in case there's any problems and if you do get it done quicker the customer thinks you're really good at what you do so yeah um, that's uh, advice I got from Scotty at Star Trek and before anyone asks am I a Trekkie maybe Uh, but there we go that's for another, another conversation not as much as they used to be, let's put it that way. So, uh, right, okay. So, but I'm enjoying, though, the um, new Boba Fett, especially since Mandalorian's been in it. Any of you guys watching the um, Mandalorian? I watched Mandalorian, haven't watched the new Boba Fett. Yeah. But I did really enjoy it. I suggest having a look at it, to be honest with you, um, because it's sort of crossovers.
2: Mm, I've especially really good halfway
0: games. through the season anyway it, it seems to it started off a bit slow to be honest and got a bit better anyway i think that's pretty much it for now um upcoming shows just to let you all know uh we do have a show next week again i'm waiting for confirmation so uh, i don't have a name for it yet but there will be one next week at eight o'clock we will have a distributor on in a couple of weeks time uh not mentioning who yet exactly because i've still not got the 100 uh, percent clear to say it and then we're going to have a very 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 big software company on all being well uh two times in the next few months as well so when i'll let you imagine who they be i can't say who it is yet because again they haven't 100 percent agreed but it seems like that one's going through as well so when i say big oh, you're pretty much as big as you're going to get and i have a feeling there's going to be a lot of questions for them um so uh not spoiling the surprise right okay then so that's it for tonight then so i'd like to say thank you to ben thank you for will thank you for daniel and uh thank you for the power club for the other will as well because we're going to early <laughs> the so <laughs> there we go um but uh again guys we're on next week eight o'clock if you do want to join tech for Text, if you're not a member you can go to our website which is tech 4 forward slash wrong link forward slash join there we go. That's the right one. So tech 4 forward slash join. If you are interested in TechMax, which is a trade event based in Sheffield at Bramall Lane, you can go to that web address, which is TechMax 2022. Bear in mind, if you do want to join Tech4Tech, uh, you are joining over 1,300 members just like you. Vendors, distributors, pretty much most of the ones in the UK are in the group. As well as loads of techs like you. We've got guys from who just work at home, in an office, MSPs, own a retail store, or own a store What even makes well over a thousand pounds every week, or well, I say a thousand pounds, I mean a million pounds every week. Um, so we've got a good range of people in there. So if you're wanting advice, help, whatever, You should be able to get it within the group, but just make sure when you do click join, you fill in the questions. If you don't fill in the questions, you're not getting in. It's simple as that. Even if you say, uh, answer one thing, you need to answer all three questions and agree to the terms and conditions. Otherwise, I'm not letting you in, even if your name is Bill Gates. And that did happen. Uh, Okay, so... I don't think it was a real one, though, but uh, he didn't answer the question, so we'll never know. Right, guys, so we'll see you next week. And thanks again, everyone, and thanks for watching. See you later.